Welcome to Strictly Facts, a guide to Caribbean history and culture, hosted by me, Alexandria Miller. Strictly Facts teaches the history, politics, and activism of the Caribbean and connects these themes to contemporary music and popular culture. Hey, Strictly Facts family, I'm Alexandria, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of what I hope is your favorite Caribbean history and culture podcast. In case you weren't aware or missed some of our posts on social media, May is a huge month for Caribbean history. Firstly, several Caribbean islands celebrate Indian Arrival Day in May in homage of the hundreds of thousands of Indians who migrated to the region and across the world as indentured servants. Additionally, May is also recognized as Haitian Heritage Month in the U.S. to honor Haiti's culture and history and the nation's impact on the rest of the world. The origins of Haitian Heritage Day date back to 1998 when it was first celebrated in Boston, Massachusetts. Why the month of May, you ask? The entire month holds some of Haiti's most noteworthy holidays and historical events. From Labor and Agricultural Day on the 1st, the celebration of the Congress of Arcae, which describes uniting the Black and mixed race officers in the fight for independence, is from May 15th to the 18th. Of course, Haitian Flag Day on May 18th as well. And the birth of revolutionary leader Toussaint Louverture on May 20th, 1743, just to name a few. Haitian Heritage Month, as a result, commemorates all of these events to bring the Haitian community together in the diaspora. Now, if you've been following the show for a while, you know we're no stranger to highlighting Haitian history on Strictly Facts. We've had an episode on the Battle of Vertier, another on the legacy of Haiti as the world's first Black Republic, and Haiti's post-independence relationship to the other islands of the French Caribbean. This month, we'll be discussing Haiti and Haitian history from another perspective. Most people are familiar with the long-standing conflict between Haiti and the Dominican Republic. As with any episode we've shared on the podcast with our listeners, it's difficult to capture all of this history in a single episode or two. So this is just the beginning of the conversation. Long before what we now know as Haiti and the Dominican Republic were independent nations, the island of Hispaniola was under Spanish rule from 1493 until the 1600s, when the French began their quest in the quote-unquote New World and established bases on the western side of the island. The two colonial powers were in constant conflict until 1697, when they formally decided to divide the island into two colonies, Saint Domingue on the west and Santo Domingo to the east. Prior to French colonization, Hispaniola already had a unique demographic made up of a combination of the indigenous, Spanish, mestizos, and Africans. France, however, in what I suppose was their attempt to catch up to the Spanish in their race for colonization, forcibly brought over 10 times as many enslaved Africans to Saint-Domingue, giving the western side of Hispaniola a equally mixed but slightly different populace. These issues of colonies in terms of race and racial makeup 
and identity would continue to affect their relationship on the shared island for centuries to come. At the onset of the Haitian Revolution in 1791, political hostility with France, fear of the influence of Black sovereignty on all colonies across the New World, and their own interest in possibly ruling Saint-Domingue, which at the time was one of the wealthiest Caribbean colonies producing almost half of the world's coffee and sugar, motivated colonial powers like Britain and Spain to support the insurgency. Although Spain itself physically supported Haiti due to their interest in alliance with Britain, the perception and fear of an independent Black state was felt very differently in Hispaniola. White and mixed-race individuals in then Saint-Domingue fled to Santo Domingo when the revolution started. As we now know, Haiti successfully defeated the French and established their own independent nation in 1804. Almost two decades after Santo Domingo, on the other hand, was facing economic and structural problems under Spain, and after a Spanish overthrow, Santo Domingo proclaimed their independence on December 1st, 1821, naming themselves the Republic of Spanish Haiti. There were varying opinions at the time about uniting the republics of Haiti and Spanish Haiti, particularly across racial lines. Unification was popular amongst the Black population on both sides for the promise of social change like the abolition of slavery, while the rest of the population, particularly in Spanish Haiti, was split. Hoping to unite the two sides, Haitian President Jean-Pierre Boyer occupied Spanish Haiti under the Haitian flag, an occupation that went on for 22 years from 1822 to 1844. This period was plagued by racial attitudes and animosity and economic decline, which can part, at least partially be attributed to the fact that Haiti had to forcibly pay France 150 million francs in compensation for the loss of their colony. The beginning of the end of the occupation came in 1838 when wealthy nationalists formed the Trinity, a sustained independence movement. Though Haiti exiled and imprisoned many of the Trinity's leaders, the organization declared independence on February 27, 1844, which ended the occupation but began the Dominican War for Independence, which lasted on and off for the next 12 years. The Dominican Republic successfully defeated Haiti in almost all of the war's battles through 1856. The next decade saw an attempt for Spain to regain control of the Dominican Republic before the DR defeated Spain in the War for Restoration in 1865. The history of conflict between Haiti and the Dominican Republic didn't end there, when several decades later, in 1930, dictator Rafael Trujillo gained leadership in the Dominican Republic. While we will dive deeper into Trujillo's regime and political aims in our next episode, one very key aspect of his reign was his anti-Haitian propaganda. Despite his own maternal great-grandmother being from Haiti, he ordered the murder of any suspected Haitians living in the Dominican Republic in what became known as the 1937 Parsley Massacre. 
as two nations already rife with centuries worth of racial tensions, Trujillo's regime only further intensified this discord, which has carried into the 21st century, spurring prejudices for Haitians and Dominicans of Haitian descent in the Dominican Republic. Again, this history is too intricate to discuss just once, so be sure to listen to our next episode in which we not only discuss anti-Haitian sentiment in the 20th century, but also bring this conversation to present day to discuss how the Dominican government and attitudes on race, color, identity, and nationality have created legal systems of statelessness for Haitians and Dominicans of Haitian descent, including featuring a prominent activist from a local Dominican organization. Now, who would Strictly Facts be if we didn't also supply y'all with some much-needed reading materials? If you're looking to learn more about Haiti and the Dominican Republic, there are several books chronicling this history. A few of the most recent ones that I'd recommend include The Mulatto Republic, Class, Race, and Dominican National Identity by April J. Mays, We Dream Together, Dominican Independence, Haiti, and the Fight for Caribbean Freedom by Anne Eller, Colonial Phantoms, Belonging and Refusal in the Dominican Americas from the 19th Century to the Present by Dixa Ramirez, and Siblings of Soil, Dominicans and Haitians in the Age of Revolution by Carlton W. Yingling. So be sure to set your timers now. This episode will go live promptly on the last day of May. And until then, be sure to follow us on all social media, listen and re-listen to your favorite episodes, leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, and hey, you can even support this show and my mission for spreading Caribbean history to all of us by donating to our PayPal at the link in the show notes. Till next time, wishing everyone a happy Haitian Heritage Month and little more. Thanks for tuning in to Strictly Facts. Visit strictlyfactspodcast.com for more information from each episode. Follow us at Strictly Facts Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Strictly Facts PD on Twitter.